Welcome to Path of a Green Witch podcast. My name is Andrea, and as a green witch, herbalism is an important part of my practice. I have been doing a lot of divinatory work lately with tarot, runes, and oracle decks. I intended to share a lot more about divination on a new podcast that I'm starting, but I'm finding that it gets really personal really fast when I start working with my divinatory tools, so I've been a little hesitant to share, to be honest. I get so much guidance from my readings, and I do want to share that with people who also want to use divination for reflection and personal growth, but I have experienced a lot of trauma in my life, and I'm a little worried that my experiences might be triggering and difficult to hear about. Nobody has a perfect life, but sometimes I feel like I'm living in a true crime documentary. Anyway, I recently bought a book called The Illustrated Herbiary by Maya Toll, and I highly recommend it. The book comes with 36 oracle cards with rituals and reflections for each herb. When I do my weekly readings, I pull a card from this herbiary deck. The herb of the week for this week is passionflower, which I discussed in episode 46. Passionflower reminds us to pause and take the time to experience inner quietude. You can be calm and contained, yet exuberantly expansive. This is one of the many lessons passionflower has to teach us. If you want to learn more about the medicinal benefits of passionflower, listen to episode 46. The herb of the week for January 3rd through 9th was Tulsi, which is also also known as Holy Basil. I'm going to use both names, Tulsi and Holy Basil, in this episode, and I'm going to share everything I have learned about the medicinal and magical uses of this sacred herb. Holy Basil is an adaptogen, anti-inflammatory, and more. It is related to common basil, which is also in the Osimum genus. Tulsi has a few common names and a few overlapping scientific names as well. Some of the common names are Tulsi, Holy Basil, Sacred Basil, Indian Basil, Tulasi, Vrinda, and Queen of Herbs. The scientific names Osimum Sanctum and Osimum Teniflorum are both scientific names for Holy Basil. There are two main types that are named after Hindu gods Rama and Krishna. Rama Tulsi is the most common type. It has light green leaves, purple flowers, and purple stems. The leaves have a slightly sweet taste and a strong smell. The mild flavor of Rama Tulsi makes it a good choice for an after-meal tea. It is used to promote healthy digestion. Rama Tulsi is also known as Green Leaf Tulsi. Krishna Tulsi has dark green to purple leaves and purple stems, and it is a rarer variety of holy basil. Krishna Tulsi has a stronger taste and smell than Rama Tulsi. Krishna Tulsi grows more slowly, which might contribute to the accumulation of stronger, spicier flavors. The flavor is peppery and similar to that of cloves. Krishna Tulsi also has the highest levels of the medicinal constituents rosmarinic acid and eugenol. Warm, spicy Krishna Tulsi tea is used to treat respiratory infections. Krishna Tulsi is also known as Shyama Tulsi and Purple Leaf Tulsi. Osimum gratissimum or Vana Tulsi is the wild type. It is harder to find than the others. Vana means forest. The flavor of Vana Tulsi is lemony and considered the best tasting of the different varieties. The flavor is reminiscent of lemon balm. The name Tulsi means incomparable one. Tulsi is considered to be the holiest of plants, a manifestation of the goddess Lakshmi who brings heaven to earth. Tulsi reminds us to be aware of the unseen spirit. You're strongest when you let spirit help you adapt to the ups and downs of daily life. 
life. Your spirit flows through your physical form, so your soul is fed through your body's senses. You can wear Tulsi around your neck to remind you that you are the sacred home for your spirit. The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, the statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. I hope hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. As usual, I want to go over a few safety precautions before we get into the medicinal benefits of Tulsi. You should always be aware of the safety precautions before you ingest anything or apply it to your skin. Holy basil may cause uterine contractions and it might impair fertility, so it should be avoided if you are pregnant or planning to conceive. Tulsi may slow blood clotting, so don't use it for two weeks before or after surgery. Tulsi might interfere with some medications. Do not use Tulsi if you are taking anticoagulants, which are also known as blood thinners, and these might include drugs like Coumadin, also known as Warfarin, Heparin, Aspirin, which is also known as acetosilic acid, Plavix, aka Clopidogrel, Fragmin, aka Daltaparin, Lovenex, aka Enoxaparin, and Ticlid, aka Ticlopidine. Tulsi has Euganol, which is also found in cloves and balsam of Peru. Small amounts of Euganol can prevent toxin-induced liver damage, but too much Euganol can actually cause liver damage and other symptoms like nausea, diarrhea, rapid heart rate, and convulsions. Tulsi can lower blood sugar, so if you are already taking a medication that lowers your blood sugar, you should avoid Tulsi because it can cause your blood sugar to fall too low. Some people say that you should not chew Tulsi leaves because they may stain your teeth, and the leaves are also acidic, which can damage the enamel of your teeth. Now for the healing history of Tulsi. Holy basil was used for many health problems in Ayurvedic medicine, including infectious conditions, gastrointestinal problems, and other conditions. Here's a quick list of the ailments Tulsi was used to treat historically. Bronchitis, cold and flu, earache, fever, malaria, tuberculosis, viral hepatitis, diarrhea, dysentery, nausea and indigestion, asthma, anxiety, back pain, diabetes, heart disease, genital urinary disorders, headache, stress, snake bites, and ringworm. Like I said, Tulsi, or holy basil, is related to common basil, which is also in the Asamam genus. Holy basil is native to India and sacred to Hindu followers of Vishnu. They plant it in the front yards of their homes and temples. They worship the Tulsi plant during sacred ceremonies. In Ayurveda, holy basil is considered a Rasayana herb, which means it nourishes a person's growth to perfect health and promotes long life. In Western medicine, 
Tulsi is an adaptogen, which means it helps the body adapt to physical and emotional stress. Tulsi has antioxidant, neuroprotective, and radioprotective actions. It is protective and anti-aging. The language may be different, but Ayurveda and Western medicine both recognize the tonic, health-supporting effects of Tulsi. In almost every Hindu household, every morning, the woman of the house offers water, incense, and flowers to the Tulsi plant and in the evening, oil lamps are lit in front of the plant. The Tulsi plant is regarded as a goddess according to the Hindus. She is very close to Lord Vishnu, and no ritual is ever complete without the presence of Tulsi leaves. It is an important herb in Ayurvedic treatment. The plant is also said to purify the atmosphere and act as a mosquito repellent too. Tulsi is known as Vrinda in Hindu scriptures. Vrinda is a beautiful princess. Vrinda was a great devotee of Lord Vishnu. Vishnu. Jalandahar, on the other hand, hated all of the guards, but the two, Vrinda and Jalandahar, were destined to get married. It is said that after marrying Vrinda, Jalandahar became invincible because Vrinda's chastity and devotion multiplied his strength. The gods were uncomfortable with Jalandahar's growing powers, so they went to Lord Vishnu for help. Lord Vishnu was in a dilemma because Princess Vrinda was devoted to him and he really didn't want to betray her. But Vrinda's husband Jalandahar was really bothering all the other deities, so Lord Vishnu decided to play a trick. While Jalandahar was busy in battle with Lord Shiva, Vishnu came to Vrinda disguised as Jalandahar. Vrinda could not recognize him at first and went to greet him thinking that her husband had returned. But as soon as she touched Lord Vishnu, she realized he was not her husband. But her chastity was already shattered by then as she had touched the body of another man and that made Jalandahar, her husband, vulnerable. Realizing her mistake, Vrinda asked Lord Vishnu to show his real form. She was shattered to see that she was tricked by her own lord. Seeing Lord Vishnu disguised as Jalandahar and tricking her to break her chastity, Vrinda cursed Lord Vishnu that he would soon turn into a stone. Lord Vishnu accepted the curse and he turned into a Shaligrama stone. After this, Jalandahar was killed by Lord Shiva because he was not under the protection of his wife's chastity anymore. Vrinda was so heartbroken by the loss of her husband that she decided to end her own life. But before Vrinda died, Lord Vishnu blessed her. Princess Vrinda would take the form of the Tulsi plant and she would be worshipped along with Lord Vishnu. Since then, Tulsi has been an important part of Hindu rituals. Therapeutic Uses of Tulsi Tulsi has many scientific scientifically proven health benefits. The entire plant may be used medicinally, but people often use one part of the plant, either the leaves, stems, roots, flowers, or seeds alone. The various parts of the plant have slightly different medicinal benefits. The leaves and stems strengthen the stomach and help with respiratory issues. They act as a decongestant, relieving nasal stuffiness. This is why Tulsi is beneficial for respiratory disorders like asthma, bronchitis, colds, flu, and other viral respiratory infections. It has antiviral properties and it is an expectorant. Expectorants help loosen phlegm, making coughing more productive. Tulsi is an adaptogen that boosts immunity and helps you tolerate stress. The leaves are good for expelling kidney stones. The leaves also act as a memory sharpener. As a nerve tonic, Tulsi soothes nerves and relieves tension. A decoction of 
Tulsi leaves can help lower fever, and gargling with Tulsi leaf juice soothes a sore throat. Dried leaf powder is used for brushing teeth. Chewing Tulsi leaves can relieve mouth ulcers and infections. Tulsi leaf extract has even been used to treat skin infections like ringworm. You can apply the powder of dried Tulsi stems to your forehead as a tilak, which is believed to help gain the attention of listeners during a speech. The tilak is spiritually important to Hindus. It is applied to the forehead between the eyebrows because that is where the body's most important chakra is. Tulsi flowers have medicinal uses as well. Tulsi is known to keep blooming, providing forage for bees and lots of flowers for you too. The flowers of the Tulsi plant are small and have a sweet fragrance. The flowers can be used the same way the leaves are used. Fresh Tulsi root is ground into a paste and used for insect bites, and dried Tulsi root powder can be mixed with milk or ghee to make a paste that relieves insect bites as well. Tulsi seeds are also called sabja and faluda seeds. The seeds are small, black, and tear-shaped. They look similar to chia seeds. Tulsi seeds don't have a distinctive taste, so they can be added to a variety of dishes for their nutritional value. Tulsi seeds are used as a garnish for drinks and desserts. They are usually soaked in water before they're eaten. Soaking the seeds in warm water for 15 minutes causes the seeds to swell and release antioxidants that are beneficial for digestive enzymes. Soaking the seeds also gives them an interesting appearance. Due to the antispasmodic properties, Tulsi seeds help control cough. A solution of Tulsi seeds with water or milk has the following benefits. It is a good antioxidant and it is a demulcent. A demulcent is an herb that forms a soothing film over a mucous membrane. The substance responsible for the demulcent property is known as mucilage. Mucilage has a gelatinous consistency that is soothing to a sore throat and it relieves inflammation. Mucilage is a thick, gluey substance that is produced by nearly all plants. It plays a role in the storage of water and food, seed germination, and thickening membranes. Two teaspoons of Tulsi seeds have only 40 calories, but they are nutrient-dense. They're rich in proteins, carbohydrates, essential fats, fiber, iron, and vitamin K. The seeds also contain flavonoids like vicinin, orientin, and beta-carotene, which helps strengthen the body's defenses. Tulsi seeds are also rich in alpha-linoleic acid. The alpha-linoleic acid comes from the high levels of omega-3 fatty acids that are present in the seeds. Here's a quick list of the therapeutic uses of Tulsi. It's good for stress and anxiety, heart disease, stomach ailments, cancer. It's an antibacterial, antiviral. It's good for back pain, joint muscle and nerve pain, swollen glands, and kidney stones. Holy basil has some interesting phytochemicals. Phytochemicals are just plant substances. Researchers have found that the leaves of holy basil contain several bioactive or medicinal compounds, including eugenol, which is also known as clove oil, and this may lower blood glucose levels and treat digestive and respiratory problems. It also has ursolic acid, which has antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, anti-cancer, and anti Antifungal properties. It has beta-caryophylline, which is also an anti-inflammatory. It's an analgesic, which means it's a painkiller, and antipyretic, which means 
it has fever-reducing properties. Holy basil leaves also have linalool, which is an insecticide, and they have eucalyptol, which is good for coughs, allergies, asthma, immune support, it's an anti-inflammatory, and it seems to kill leukemia cells. Holy basil is good for stress and anxiety. The symptoms of stress might include heart palpitations, emotional instability, tension, feelings of impending doom, irregular breathing, lack of focus and motivation, and phobias. Tulsi is known for its calming and relaxing effects, but it won't put you to sleep. A study showed that an extract of the whole Tulsi plant was 39% more effective at managing stress symptoms than a placebo. Another study showed that taking 500 milligrams of Tulsi leaf extract twice a day with food reduces anxiety and depression if it is taken over a period of two months. Tulsi helps to protect the heart. Non-human studies have found that Tulsi leaf decreases blood cholesterol levels, reducing LDL, bad cholesterol, and increasing HDL, good cholesterol. Another animal study showed that the herb caused a reduction in heart tissue inflammation. Inflammation of the heart tissue can be deadly, and it is a potential symptom of COVID and a potential side effect of the COVID vaccine. Adding Tulsi to your diet might be helpful during this pandemic. Tulsi extract might prevent heart disease by inhibiting an enzyme that is thought to cause atherosclerosis, which is a buildup of plaque in the arteries. Studies on human cells found that Tulsi has a significant anti-inflammatory effect, which means that it could treat cardiovascular disease. The queen of herbs decreases stomach acid and increases the amounts of mucus in the stomach that protects the linings. In non-human trials, Tulsi was shown to heal stomach ulcers in 10 days. Tulsi is also suitable for treating stomach problems like flatulence and constipation. For stomach ache, Tulsi juice mixed with lime and ginger is recommended. Tulsi also treats cancer-related symptoms. People who have been treated for cancer with radiation take Tulsi to protect the body from radiation poisoning. Tulsi can kill bacteria and help fight bacterial infections. This is because eugenol is a proven antimicrobial substance. Ayurveda, the ancient Indian medical system, has been using Tulsi for centuries for many applications, including to treat bacterial infections such as lung, skin, eye, and intestinal infections. Salmonella typhi is an incredibly contagious and robust bacterium that Tulsi has been shown to be effective against. Tulsi is even effective at killing antibiotic-resistant strains of this bacterium, as well as Staphylococcus, Enterococcus, and Pseudomonas bacterial species. Tulsi even kills viruses. There are many viruses out there that invade the body and cause various nasty infections. Symptoms of a viral infection can include high fever, coughing, sneezing, sore throat, diarrhea, general malaise, tiredness, and more. One of the most significant problems with viral infections is that they spread quickly from person to person through sharing or touching the same objects or even through the air via minute amounts of sputum that are rejected by the sick person when they cough, sneeze, or breathe. Antibiotics don't work against viruses, but antiviral herbs like Tulsi do. Tulsi leaves are a natural painkiller that can be an 
an effective treatment for lower back pain. One way of attacking this problem is to boil 15 Tulsi leaves in a cup of water until the liquid is reduced by half. Allow the tea to cool and drink it once a day. Another method is to make a decoction by boiling together 7 Tulsi leaves, 10 grams of crushed ginger, and 2 black cardamom seeds in one cup of water. After 10 to 15 minutes have elapsed, strain the decoction into a cup, add a tablespoon of honey, allow it to cool, and drink this decoction regularly for 3 to 4 weeks. Tulsi treats joint, muscle, and nerve pain. Tulsi is effective against pain because it contains high levels of beta-caryophylline, which is used to treat arthritis. For arthritis, gout, and joint pain, combine equal quantities of Tulsi seeds, stems, roots, and leaves. Grind them into a powder and take 6 grams daily. You can treat muscle aches with Tulsi oil. Boil 25 Tulsi leaves in 100 grams of mustard oil. Strain and use it to massage into the painful area. Nerve and muscle pain can also be treated with Tulsi juice. You just simply boil 15 Tulsi leaves in one cup of water until the water is reduced by half. Drink this Tulsi decoction two or three times a day to get relief from the pain. Tulsi treats swollen throat glands. Tulsi Tulsi's anti-inflammatory properties are useful for treating a swollen throat. If your throat glands get swollen, boil a glass of water containing 10 Tulsi leaves, 5 peppercorns, and 10 grams of crushed ginger. Boil it until the liquid is reduced to half. Strain it and sip this mixture regularly over a few days until the swelling goes down. Another method for a swollen throat is to combine powdered Tulsi seeds with rock salt. Grind them together in equal quantities. Swallow 2 pinches of this powder powder in lukewarm water twice a day for 5 to 7 days. Tulsi is good for the kidneys. It helps to regulate the body's uric acid levels, which reduces your risk of developing kidney stones. Tulsi is also effective in getting rid of kidney stones. If you take Tulsi on a regular basis, you can avoid the need for surgery to remove kidney stones. This simple recipe can break down kidney stones. Take one teaspoon of Tulsi juice with honey in a glass of water every day for at least six months to help break down kidney stones so they can be eliminated via urination. Another method is to make a simple Tulsi Tea. Infuse a few Tulsi leaves in hot water for 10 minutes and drink daily with a teaspoon of honey. Here are a few more ways to use Tulsi. Tulsi is often consumed as a tea and is also sold as a powder. The fresh leaves are sometimes added to traditional Indian dishes. Tulsi has a spicy and bitter taste. Using the whole plant ensures that you get all of the bioactive chemicals. You can make a simple Tulsi tea by brewing two or three teaspoons of dried holy basil in boiling water. Let it steep for about five minutes. Drink it at bedtime for its relaxing effects. You can make an essential oil by distilling the leaves and flowers. And you can get Tulsi as a supplement in pill form or as a liquid extract. Holy basil glycerite is a wonderful addition to hot chocolate, yogurt, and smoothies. Here's a recipe for a delicious smoothie with Tulsi glycerite. You just need half a cup of frozen blueberries, half a cup of frozen strawberries, half a cup of vanilla yogurt, one cup of the milk of your choice, one to two droppers full of Tulsi glycerite, or five large Tulsi leaves. You simply blend all of the ingredients and enjoy. Holy basil is a member of the Laminaceae family, which is also known as the mint family. This family includes a bunch of different herbs that we commonly use for cooking. The plants in this family are known for their aromatic volatile oils. Holy basil has a beautifully sweet intoxicating scent. 
Some describe it as divine. Bees love tulsi just as much as people do. Tulsi has a square stem, opposite leaves, and irregular white to pink to purple flowers. Holy basil is easy to grow from seed. You can start the seeds indoors or plant them outside after the last danger of frost. It also grows well in pots. Tulsi is native to tropical regions of the world, so it grows best in warm, sunny conditions. It needs at least six hours of sunlight per day. If you grow your own holy basil, you can harvest the stems and leaves before the flowers appear. Dry the sprigs by hanging them upside down in a dark, cool area for two weeks. Store the dried herbs in a glass jar with an airtight lid. Keep the jar in a cool, dark place and use the holy basil within one year. Ayurvedic medicine classifies every person's energy into three components called doshas. The doshas are kapha for earth, vata for air, and pitta for fire. Holy basil can help reduce the earthy energy in people with excess kapha. Tulsi can also help bring the elements back into balance and harmony. In Chinese medicine, holy basil is used to craft a shen tonic which nurtures the spirit. Holy basil is a balancing supplement because it reduces stress and balances the chakras. Tulsi can also be used for smudging. Similar to sage, holy basil smoke kills airborne bacteria and purifies a space of negative energy. Thank you so much for listening to Path of a Green Witch podcast. The next herb that I'm going to talk about is Hawthorne. So look out for that in a future episode. I also have a lot more that I want to share about some craziness that has been going on in the news. There is a situation with a truck full of lab monkeys that crashed in Pennsylvania. Four of the monkeys escaped from the truck and they were killed, which is really tragic, but before that, a bunch of people actually came into contact with the monkeys, so apparently a lot of the people arrived on the scene and they wanted to help because they saw that an accident had happened and a bunch of crates had tumbled out of the back of a truck. One woman arrives to the scene of the accident wanting to help, and she's told that the truck was carrying a bunch of cats. She pulled back the cover on one of the cages and she saw a furry animal, so she's like, here kitty kitty and she puts her hand in the cage and when the animal turned around she saw that it was a monkey. She said the monkeys were hissing at her, she was stepping in the monkey poop and what do you know? She got sick. She had pink eye and I guess flu-like symptoms which is super concerning. I have a lot more that I want to say about the way these animals are used, where they come from, and about being exposed to the pathogens that they might carry naturally. This guy tells me, he goes, oh, he's hauling cats. I'm like, oh. So I go over to look in the crate, and there's this green cloth over it. So I peel it back, I stick my finger in there, and go, kitty, kitty. And it pops it up, and it's a monkey. State police say the truck was carrying about 100 lab monkeys. Four of them got out of their crates and ran away. Because as we know, the first thing you do when you see a cage with an animal in it is stick your fingers in it and go, hee, giddy, 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 hee, giddy, 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 giddy. Okay. <laughs> okay. There is so 
so much to talk about all the time. I really enjoy making herbalism content, but I like talking about health in general. I think the information about the lab monkeys is relevant in that way. I have this concern that as herbalism goes more mainstream, that scientists are going to be doing a lot more experiments on these herbs, and I know that one of the ways they prove the efficacy of pharmaceutical drugs is by testing them on animals and I just really hope they're not doing crazy things in the name of herbalism. Thank you so much for listening. Look out for the episode on Hawthorne if you want to learn more about medicinal herbs. I really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. It only took like, what, two or three days for me to get over it, but I guess I'm over it now and I can re-record this episode. Take two.